You're listening to Song Exploder, where musicians take apart their songs and piece by piece tell the story of how they were made. I'm Rishikesh Hirway. Bleachers is the moniker of Jack Antonoff, a songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and producer. He won two Grammy Awards as a member of the band Fun, and another for his production work on Taylor Swift's album 1989. He's also co-written songs with St. Vincent, Lord, Carly Rae Jepsen, Sia, and more. In June 2017, Jack Antonoff released his second album as Bleachers, Gone Now. In this episode, he breaks down a song from that album called I Miss Those Days. He traces the process of making it from the original demo to the final song. Hi, I'm Jack Antonoff from Bleachers. So the way this started was I bought an emulator. Things called the Emu 2. It was one of the first like sampler systems. It's like a big machine. It takes floppy disks. I put one of the floppy disks in, not knowing what it was, and just held down one D note. So that is me just holding down a D, and there's this ARP on the emulator playing the piano pattern. The machine is so from a different time that when you switch between sounds, it takes about 45 to 60 seconds. The screen literally says, this will take a minute. It's the most unuser-friendly machine that breaks every five seconds. Basically, like whenever I can get it working or on, I'll just like hit record and just get as much out as possible. And then I found this patch on it that sounded like Christmas. That is Christmas to me. Like when you play that, I just get this rush of every Christmas thing in my mind. I feel so much love and hope in Christmas. (laughs) And I'm Jewish. Um, (laughs) I don't know if people who actually celebrate Christmas feel this way, but I just see it from afar and it's perfect. And I love Christmas music. So I found this sound and it made me want to be very sincere. If you listen to the demo, I was like, all right, let's just loop that. And then I just started like talk singing. When I'm writing, sometimes I'll put auto-tune in my voice and just sort of like not care about pitch and talk sing. You talk about getting older, so much you haven't done here. Just light a fire, keep it quiet, say I'm a runaway train. I'm a runaway train, hey. That's all I'm into lately, just a runaway, 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 runaway. And sometimes when you have an effect on your voice, you can say things that you would otherwise feel embarrassed to just say in your normal tone. And so I just started telling these stories, just looking for anything that jumps out. 16 in a van and we took it all the way down to Florida. You know, I never really left that street. Nights and weekends breaking on the street. And then I just kept capping it with, I know I was lost, but I miss those days. That first demo, that was from day one. And I remember thinking like, oh, that's kind of nice for like a chorus. That's like a big bow on everything I'm saying. But I couldn't think of any lyrics at the time. So then it starts going, la, 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 lost. But the melody in the verse was so in many ways not melodic. It's so just like sits in one place that I wanted a just grand melodic line and so I wrote the ba 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 
So that's two 12 strings and then two regular guitars stacked. And that was cool, but it wasn't, it wasn't it. And it actually, if you listen to the song, it ends up sitting very far in the background. And the, the thing that really plays the line is the tubular bells, which are gorgeously out of tune. The tubular bells are pretty Christmas to me. The one bridge too far was at one point I tried to put sleigh bells. As soon as I laid that down, like me and my engineer were just like, oh, it's disgusting. So it's good to know the limit. I didn't actually write about Christmas, but it's a Christmas song to me because it has things a lot of Christmas songs have, which is this super joyous friends and family feeling with an incredibly depressing lyric attached (laughs) about versions of yourself that are just lost in the wind. (laughs) You know, if I have a song called I Miss Those Days, it buys me some space to say some pretty gnarly things in the verses. And so I was like, oh, I'll tell these very sad stories, taking pieces from a past, and then I'll cap it off with this super universal statement, I miss those days. But the lyric is, I was lost, but I miss those days. Because what the song is about is the quote-unquote worst times in my life, which now are so precious. 16 in a van driving myself to Florida, my first tour. No one's coming to the shows. No one cares about the work I'm making Besides me and a couple friends I've convinced to get in the van with me, I can see all the ways I'm trying to put on a show, but I'm not connecting with myself. I was 16 in a van, driving myself to Florida. And you think you're such a mess, but what you don't realize until you move into better phases of your life is being that messed up or lost is also a great freedom, kind of nowhere to go but up, because all that shit aside, everything was wide open. At my house in New York, I have a tiny drum room. And a lot of times I'll play the kick and the snare separately. Because I'm not a good enough drummer to just make it feel great. I'm more interested in the sounds I can get. And then I'll mix it together like one person played it. And I sort of jam them all together and get sloppy on top of it. So even right there on that fill, you can hear it's two drum kits because the backbeat stays and then another drum kit just comes rolling on top of it with a totally different tone. I don't like to use cymbals. There are cymbals in this song, but they're harder to control. I like to use like a voice. I like to take the last line of something that hits on a one and use it as like a symbol. So I sing, miss those days. So the A's of days, cut that out, pitched it up 12 semitones, reverbed it. It's like, here's the next part, which is what a symbol does. It's always fascinating wherever you're at to visit the worst time of your life because it, it always changes. I'm really talking about in the verses, specific moments, talking about 9-11. Can't shake that. Those days I'm standing my sister's rooftop Watching a city burn into the night I'm not sure that we were meant to survive Before 9-11, I had, a, I had a pretty simple life. I had a nice family. I went to school. You know, my sister was sick, but it was still, everything looked and felt contained to a kid. It all looked right. 9-11 happens. Shortly after that, my sister dies. Shortly after that, my cousin was killed in Iraq. who was in the war. And just one after the other, it was this moment, the before and after moment. 
before simplicity. And then things get complicated, you sort of, the bubble bursts, you're in the real world. And that's something I, I wanted to talk about in this song. I'm talking about those things very specifically. I never thought I'd write a song like this because it's so direct. Like if a cop was like, what happened? Tell me just the most direct feelings about this time period or that time period. And I wasn't trying to impress anyone or be poetic. I would just say this. And it made me nervous that it was a level of sincerity that would almost ring insincere. That's why I went through so many different versions. This one is the vocoder because I was just like, I don't even want to hear myself saying this. I want to, I'd rather be a robot. I'd play it for people and they would just be like, just make it sound like you. And then I just realized I'm either going to do it or I'm not. So this is my voice. It's a little bit of reverb, slightly compressed, just more in line with the song. As a la 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 lost, but I miss those days. My favorite part about making this song was around the time that I put the saxophone in, I was like, I hear just a swarm of bees roaring sax coming in. Like I hear Evan Smith is my sax player. I hear him just playing like his head is on fire. And that comes in the post-chorus. And huge baritones. When I heard that sax, I was like, okay. It comes off as irony, but it's that space right beyond it, which is just actual sincerity. And it's so sincere that it's sort of hard to even accept. But I like the way it feels. You know, I'm not trolling anyone. I don't like that. There's no cynicism. The song ends with a fade out. How did you decide to end it that way? This song to me, I didn't feel like it was supposed to end. I used to think of a fade out as something you do if you can figure out how to end the song. And then I realized it's actually a very potent move for certain songs. Certain songs are meant to just sort of go on forever. As the song fades out, I'm just sort of like walking off into the distance and I'll pick the story back up when I find a reason to miss the days I'm in right now. This song, it sounds like New Jersey. It's where I'm from. It's where I grew up. It's where I'm talking about a lot. I wanted it to sound like that. You know, you blaring saxophones, Jersey beach culture and Springsteen and it's big and it's hopeful. It just feels like barreling down the Garden State Park where the New Jersey Turnpike. You just fly down the highway and sort of dream. You know, Springsteen, I think he said blues in the verse, gospel in the chorus. And what I've learned from Springsteen specifically is that you can stand up there and that you can tell your whole story, but also still speak to everyone. The whole thing is like a message in the bottle. And you know, all the things you're afraid to say in life, you put in the song and then you send it out. And then someone in Australia or Duluth pops their hand up and they're like, oh, me too. I was also messed up, but I miss those days. You're not alone in that feeling because so much of the hardship in life is thinking you're alone in the feeling. If you wake up in the morning with a weight that you can't describe and nothing's technically wrong in your life and you don't know what it is, no one sees that at the supermarket. You're alone on earth. Until you talk about it with someone and find out you're actually not.
And now, here's I Miss Those Days by Bleachers in its entirety. Visit songexploder.net slash bleachers to learn more and to find a link to buy this song. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, home of the Name Your Price tool. You say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote. Visit progressive.com to get started. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Song Exploder is produced by me, along with Christian Kuhns, with help from intern Olivia Wood. Carlos Lerma creates original illustrations for each episode of the podcast, which you can see on the website or on our Instagram. Song Exploder is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX, a curated network of creative, independent podcasts made possible by listeners like you. Learn more at radiotopia.fm. If you want to share your thoughts on this episode, you can find Song Exploder on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Song Exploder. My name is Rishikesh Hirway. Thanks for listening. Radiotopia. I'm excited to tell you about a brand new show from Radiotopia called The Recipe. It's hosted by J. Kenji Lopez-Alt and Deb Perlman. You might know Kenji from Serious Eats and all his incredible food wisdom. He's also the author of the cookbooks The Food Lab and The Walk, both of which are New York Times bestsellers. Deb is the creator of the extremely popular recipe website, Smitten Kitchen. She's a self-taught home cook and cookbook author. And on this new show, Deb and Kenji will do a deep dive into the techniques and ingredients behind some of the most popular go-to dishes. Look for the recipe wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes start February 26th.